This week on the program, AOC offers a harrowing tale about her experience during the Capitol riots. While some think she exaggerated, she has nothing to gain by pretending, okay? Going over the timeline, comparing it to her story is straight up mis- and disinformation. This distracts from the objective truth. But right now, there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right, which AOC most definitely is. Later, we'll look at four myths about trans students in sports. And finally, climate czar John Kerry knows no other way to travel other than in his private jet. The emergency exit is right this way. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another show. This is episode 192. Today is February 5th, 2021. It is now live on Friday night, 10 on 10, in our floating tin can. Far above the world. Yeah. That's right, I'm Los. You could Whoa. follow me on Twitter at That's Right. Los, following, following me, uh, joining me, as always, is David Exactly Aguilar, my yes, man. Yes, it is. You're damn right. Making sure, making sure that we're streaming live and we have this going is my man, Brandon, <laughs> the hard hat Mitchell. <laughs> oh, what's going on? I love the hat. Love it. Love That's it. That's right. Well, little information. We have a COVID scare. Uh-oh. Amongst the emergency exit podcast. Now, look here. But hold it's on. From, around. from everybody, from everybody on the show, who do you think is the one that has a scare? I think that's probably what uh, we'll leave that to open. But one of us. Well, for sure, one of us <laughs> <laughs> has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Feeling just fine, by the way. Just great. A little tired. Not me. Maybe me. Maybe one of these two other guys. Uh oh. I don't know. You guys can call and, uh, and ask us who it is. Well, basically, we're going to do this one remote, uh, and hopefully, we'll be back regular next week. Um, but I can tell you for sure, at least one of us is absolutely completely COVID free and negative. Uh, but that's just how it's going to be. That means we're also not going to be doing the Brew World Order this week. Yeah. Uh, we only had two more matches left until we crowned the winner. And uh, so we'll have to wait f- for that to happen. It also means that the rewatch party is also on hold. Uh, luckily, we've banked up enough shows uh, to probably last us enough to uh, get past this COVID thing. Scared. If you guys don't know the, the rewatch party, wonderful podcast about movies. And it's hosted by Nick Ryder, former co-host Sitting where uh, used to sit right there where David sat. Oh, right. He's sitting. He used to sit right there. Yeah, in your, literally in, in this same home. place. It's crazy. <laughs> in front of your. We had to, we, dude, we had to kick him out a couple of weeks ago because he wouldn't leave. And we're like, all right, dude, like, like That's right. you got to chill your shit. All right. Anyways, yeah, it's hosted by Nick Ryder and uh, myself and Brandon Nahard. Had we uh, we sit there with him and shoot the shit and have some fun. Mm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, but first. Let's go into Bonsai with Love.
<laughs> oh man. Did it look good? We can't we can't see it anyways. Bro, that's sexy, man. You look sexy in that. Uh we'll make a we'll make a new one for the bonsai and bourbon, but Ooh. today's bonsai is this dwarf shiflera. Hmm. It's a shiflera arba acoa. Arbor acola. Arba acola. Or you can just call it a dwarf umbrella tree. Uh, not traditional f- for a bonsai, but I like tropicals. And one of my favorite bonsai practitioners, Nigel Saunders, does all sorts of tropical trees and makes them into bonsai. It's just really cool. So mm-hmm. I- I'm following that. I just put it in here. This is actually a hopper for a Capresso grinder, by the way. Oh, know. oh! It lo- I was going to say, it looks really familiar. <laughs> I used to have that. Isn't that great? But that's a, and it's variegated as well. Variegated is uh, something that happens to the leaves where it will have whitish uh, streaks through it. And it's a disease that they have, but it's, it's not deadly at all. And in fact, it's, it can be quite beautiful. Bonsai with Los. And as you can see, I've got my other, bon- I've got some bonsais here in the studio. I've got my uh, blood tree back there. Uh-huh. I've got a beautiful false cypress. So got, so nice. As I got my azalea and my rosemary. Well, I'm glad to have bonsai in my life. Perhaps you should have bonsai in your life because it'll make you feel good. <laughs> That's bonsai. Can you run the the bump again? Yeah, I'll run it one more. <laughs> right, here it goes. Here it goes. That's bonsai with los. Okay, hey, we're back. Um, apparently, we may have cut out or something earlier, so uh, we're doing this remote thing. Uh, we may only be doing it this week and maybe one other week. It all depends. But one thing is for sure, there is one of the three of us that is COVID positive. Tested po- positive for the RID, for the vid. Yep. It's, a, it's a big shame. And it was a shocking revelation when it was uh, discovered. Uh, but it's up to you guys to guess which one of it, which one of us it is, because uh, that's part of the game. You got to figure out which one of it. So I'm not gonna say who it is. I'm not gonna give any hints. All right. I'm just gonna say you'll be surprised. You would be surprised. I mean, I'm seeing that we definitely are live here on Channel Ten. It is pretty hilarious. Hilarious. Mm. <laughs> that pump. I love it. Uh, anyways, Classic. more of those to come. All right. So welcome again. You guys should give us a call if you want. Uh, the number is uh, 830-875-8750637. It's down there. We're not going to uh, force you to call us. but I don't even know if it's going to work. Uh, we did try, We did test it, right? Yeah. Anyways, why don't you give us a call? See, uh, Try to guess which one of us has it. That'd be fun. So, if you guess right, you get a t-shirt. Uh, sure. No. No, no, no. We're not giving t-shirts away for that. It's too easy. You think it's easy? It's too easy. It could be easy. Yeah, you're right. It is an easy one. It's definitely you, David. I mean, it could be. It could, It cannot be. I'm just going to say you'll be surprised. I know. I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Speaking of Wait, exaggerating. Is, is it because it was because I was a Trump supporter? Is that why you're saying that? Uh, maybe. 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 But mm. speaking of exaggerations, 
Uh, let's go to this first uh, Instagram post. And this is from the illustrious, the wonderful, mm. the the life-saving, the definitely not exaggerating stories, comparing them to uh, a, a traumatic event that actually or may not have had. I don't know. It's just, it, it's just, it's a sad story all around. And, you know, some people are are taken in by that. <laughs> some people can definitely be taken in by that. But it is the illustrious, and, of course, we love her. The She's queen. She's our queen, bro. She's our queen. She's you got to say it. Alexandria <laughs> Cassio Chapiotier. So, um, listen and to her. And so I try to kind of, I go back in, and I, I hide back in. Um in the bathroom behind the door. And then I just start to hear these yells of, where is she? Where is she? And I just thought to myself, they got inside. And so I hide behind my door like this, like I'm here and the bathroom door starts going like this like the bathroom door is behind me, or rather in front of me, and I'm like this, and the door hinges right here, and I just hear, where is she? Where is she? she? And um, this was the moment where I thought everything was over. Um, Anyways, okay, yeah, gonna stop it for now. We'll go back to it and say, yeah, it's a little choppy on the on the on the uh, receiving end as well. I thought it was just on our side, Um, but no worries because we have articles galore here. So uh, essentially, this is a ninety-minute account of what happened to her during the uh, quote-unquote insurrection attempt at the Capitol, January sixth. Insurrection. The insurrection. What did I say? No, you said it right. I just added the air quotes to it. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> that's right. And uh, if you were talking to Chuck Schumer, it was the erection attempt. Uh, I'd like to see his diary. I, I just wonder why... I mean, I know why AOC would want to spin this tale. Mm-hmm. You know, She wants to share her story about how scared she was and how uh, she talks about how this was it. She, she thought that this was going to be the end of her life that, you know, uh, she wished that she uh, had children, you know, she wanted to be a mom and she was feeling like she was going to die that day. Uh, this, you know, she may or may not. Yeah. I, I figure that she, she, I think she thinks she's telling the truth about a lot of this stuff. I don't think that I know that she, like she'll exaggerate it it, uh, at least a little bit and she'll, she'll bring some sort of uh, her own take. Uh, She also talks about how that person that was saying, where is she? Where is she? Wasn't a Trump supporter. She never said that they were Trump supporters. She also never said she was in the Capitol building, Um, but she also never said that she was in the Capitol building. Did I say that right? She, she didn't say it. And she also didn't not say it. That's basically what I'm saying there. Well, and and, the, and this is the thing. Like, I understand, right? I, like, even though she lied about where she really was, right? 
I understand that she was scared. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I don't think that she lied about that because yeah. there's the thing. Uh, there's the reports that, uh, what was it, that uh, Daily Wire had put a report saying, report, AOC wasn't even at the Capitol during the mm-hmm. riot. That's that. That's it. Yeah. She wasn't even at the Capitol. Now, a lot of people, including myself, I was led to believe she was there at the Capitol. I thought she was, wasn't she? And uh, let, are we looking at that right now? Let's see. There it is. Yeah. So we've got this AOC. This is from the Daily Wire. Was not inside the Capitol building during the breach. Uh, AOC responds, report manipulative. Mm. Now, I think that is a little weird. I can't move mine. What the hell? Um, I'll just read it off of here. What do we got here? Repub- uh, go, up, go up a little bit. Is that the start of it? Yes, okay. So Republican Nancy Mace, Republican from South Carolina, whose office is to- two doors down from Democratic Representative Alexandria Casio chapet They noted mm-hmm. that, quote, insurrectionists, end quote, never made it to their hall when the U.S. Capitol building was breached on January 6th. Mace made the note while hitting... While hitting the media for their attempts to, quote, fan fictitious news flames about the breach. On January 6th, Mace tweeted that she never left her office in the Cannon Building, still inside the Capitol complex, um, but some distance from the Capitol Rotunda and House Chambers. Just evacuated my office in Cannon due to a nearby threat she wrote now we're seeing protesters assaulting capitol police and that's mace mace windu uh mm. nancy mace i'm sorry uh go down the red state reported now these are the these are the right wing conservative sites that yep. pounce they pounce and they cyberbully her cyberbullying <laughs> uh acasio cortez made clear she didn't know who was at her door the republican wrote captioning a post from the newsweek uh, this is an article from Newsweek. We're not going to talk about we'll talk about a different one in a second. What breathless attempts by media to fan fictitious flames are dangerous. Breathless attempts by media to fan fictitious flames. My over, my office is two doors down. Mace underscored. Insurrections never stormed our hallway. Egregious doesn't even begin to cover it. Mm. Is there nothing mainstream media won't politicize? This is a representative. Two doors down. Super cool. Very good. Um, keep going. Keep going down. Is that it for the article? Oh, it's there it is. So it's just a little slower on my side. Uh, let's see. Uh, Casio-Cortez said that rioters actually entered her office, for- forcing her to take refuge inside her bathroom after her legislative director, Geraldo, Bonilla, Chavez. Bonilla. There you go. Come on, bro. No, I'm saying. Hey, you, you're doing to, good, son. You're doing good. Run, hide, run, <laughs> run. Uh, hide, run, hide. Dip, you know dodge, duck, duck, and dodge. You know that song by Timber Timber? Run. Me little girl. You better run for your life. Nah, I never heard of it. Run. It's a good song. It was in that Wild Wild Country uh, documentary. Did you ever heard the Wild Wild West with Will Smith? Uh, of course, bro. Wiki <laughs> Wiki, bro. 
Uh, quote, and I also run into my office, Ocasio-Cortez said, I slam my door, there's another kind of back area to my office, and I open it, and there's a closet in the bathroom, and I jump into my bathroom, Ocasio-Cortez said she was hiding behind the door, and quote, and then I just start to hear all these, like, yells, and like, where is she? Where is she? Unquote. Um, well, we basically listened to some of that, I want to go to the next article here. Um, no, let's go to the Snopes article first, the Snopes, because this is where uh, we are looking at the Daily Wire's uh, article. Now, this is the, the post one after she, um, we probably should have stayed on that one, but AOC is going into saying how this is inform- misinformation, they're misleading, mm. you guys are misleading. Um, and so this led her to send out an email, which uh, I don't, I couldn't find the email, um, yeah. but there are pictures and videos of it. I just couldn't find the original and I have the transcript of what the top of it says. But essentially it says that, you know, far right media manipulating the truth, taking things out of context. And we need you to force Twitter to stop it by f- mass flagging any, any of these misinformation campaign articles. Anytime you see them flag them. Uh, in a mass concerted effort to try to uh, basically silence her uh, her oppression, mm-hmm. you know, like a well, fascist does. Well, it's funny because I, I like right before we got on the show, I went on Twitter and I was trying to find AOC for the email, and I found the hashtag AOC lied, and the hashtag was taken over by people just hashtagging it of pictures of dogs and cats. So you're silencing the news because you're you're the one telling them. Hey, don't let any of this get out. So you're overusing the hashtag so people aren't able to see the truth about AOC lying because they got to scroll through okay, so much let's, bullshit. Let's, let's, make, let's make this very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched her 90 Minutes. And she didn't lie, per se, but you could argue, and Brandon had mentioned this earlier, you could lie through omission. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably the case because she'll even say that, um, that the right intentionally um, use the fact that nobody actually really knows the layout. No lay person actually knows the layout of the Capitol mm-hmm. uh, complex. She says that in one of her tweets and that's like just pure projection. Of course, everyone, I, I didn't know who knows the fucking layout of the no. fucking Capitol complex. Nobody, 2% of the world. Probably it's probably more fucking, uh, 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 one arm bonsai practice. Bro, look, the, the only people that know the, the architecture of the fucking capital are terrorists and architects. That's it. And the people that are in those things. Nah, it's, it's just them. like with the the tweets coming at her saying that she's lying. People, she had to go and say things to the effect. Uh, there are tunnels that connect uh, that place to our place, mm-hmm. trying to perhaps insinuate that the tunnels were, were breached and she was in danger. Uh, but there were no, no tunnels breached as far no. as I know. But then she said we were being evacuated. Oh, okay. Because of the bomb threats. There were bombs. There were bomb threats. Now that was odd because she doesn't mention those bomb threats in her little story. She mentioned that somebody was knocking on her door mm-hmm. and where is she? She thought she was going to die. Mm-hmm. She finds out we're being evacuated because the Capitol was breached. Mm-hmm. But I thought she was being evacuated because of the bomb threat. But then 
it made me wonder and look into the timeline, which we'll get into. But first, well, let's do it. But first, let's check out this Snopes um, quote-unquote fact check. Did AOC exaggerate the danger she was in during the Capitol riot? AOC was targeted with another round of bad faith smears after giving an emotional firsthand account of her experiences during the Capitol riot. Very, very, you know, bipartisan writing over here. Definitely doesn't show that there's a side to this. Just another round of bad faith smears. (laughs) That's it. It's just how they do all this damage control for them. It's just unbelievable. But listen to this claim. Listen to this claim. AOC exaggerated. This is the claim. AOC exaggerated the danger she was in. Uh, the danger she was in during the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. Comma. In that she wasn't, quote, in, even in the Capitol building, end quote, when the rioting occurred. Now, this is two things in here. This, but they're, they're, they lumped this into one claim. Mm-hmm. AOC exaggerated the danger she was in mm-hmm. and wasn't even in the Capitol building mm-hmm. when the riot occurred. One is factually true. She wasn't even in the Capitol building when the riot yeah. occurred. But then how do you prove if she exaggerated or not? Exactly. You, you, you cannot prove that. And so if I looked at this claim, I'd go, Okay, it's a half truth because yes, well, you know, if you put it this way, because they had to add this the second line in there so that there was a way that we could say that this is mostly false because mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. course she she didn't exaggerate the danger she was in. She was about to die. There were people in there that were gonna hang Mike Pence. You know, they were pissed off of Pence. What do you think they're gonna do to the beautiful, illustrious, sexy squad member AO freaking C? Of course she was gonna die. Yep. So how was she exaggerating it? Okay, fair enough. But why is that in the wasn't even in the Capitol building when the rioting occurred? Because the claim is she wasn't in the building. She mm-hmm. never said that she wasn't or was in the building. Mm-hmm. So when we say that, that's the claim. You scroll it down here, it says mostly false, not even half false, not even partly, not even mixture, just straight up mostly false. The next one below it is false. The next one up is probably mixture or something. <laughs> So what's true about this? And this is this is unbelievable. What's true? Ocasio-Cortez wasn't even in the main Capitol building where the House and Senate chambers are located. You don't just go, say. Just go up here. Uh, there, this, in that she wasn't even in the Capitol building is half of that fucking claim. Matter of fact, it's... The claim. Well, it's the claim. <laughs> it's the claim. <laughs> and it's... It, but here's what's false. However, however, they say, however, Ocasio-Cortez never claimed to be in the main Capitol building. Yeah, that's why the claim is out there. When the attack on the Capitol began, Ocasio-Cortez was, as she stated, in her congressional office, which is located in a network of office buildings immediately surrounding the Capitol. And her office building was one of the two buildings that were evacuated. Ah. Um, But how is that false about the exaggerated, the danger that she was in? This is, you know, it, it's so odd. When you see a, a Trump, we went over a lot of these, mostly for these these fact checkers in a previous episode. I can't remember the episode name or number, but uh, you should find it. Um, you should find it. <laughs> you should find it. But we've gone over these fact checkers. And, you mm-hmm. know, whenever it's a Republican, let's let's just pretend this was all Trump who said all this stuff. This was Trump's, you know, uh, you know, he goes... 
where is he? Where is he? You know, he does that kind of thing. And I feared for my life. And I feared for my life. Uh, I thought this was the end. I was going to die. Just, but, but there was a nice cop guy who I believe was a racist. And I didn't believe him because obviously all white cops are out to kill colored people like myself. <laughs> I'm orange. So I'm, I'm, orange. I'm, I'm a colored person. <laughs> Just imagine if that was him. And they did a fact check on this. Did Trump exaggerate? They'd be like, yes, of course he exaggerated. And yes, he wasn't even. So this is absolutely true. Bro, the, the fact that the fact that they fact checked them on the burgers Remember when the fact that it was really a mile higher or whatever, and they were just like, it now, wasn't. Let's, let's use that as an example. He says, I, I've piled up burgers a mile high, mile high. Um, if a fact check comes out, it's like, oh, no, he fucking lied to you. He, this is another one of his 60,000 million lies, yeah. right? Let's say AOC did that. It's like, oh, you know, I, I like I just got all these like these sweet like really hot and cute uh, football players come to the Oval Office, and I got a bunch of burgers for them. They were they were sky high. They were miles high. I I I got a bunch of burgers from them. They loved it and my titties. And then <laughs> it'll go. Were the burgers piled my a, a mile high? Needs context. Mm-hmm. Missing context, you know, like this claim is missing context. It's always always doing damage control. It's always missing yeah. context. Missing context. Did Joe Biden actually say he'd ban fracking? Uh, mostly false. Needs mostly more false. context. And then there's a video of him fucking saying he's banning this, banning this, banning this. And then he fucking what's the first thing he does when he's in office? He's stopping. Oh, wow. Fucking. Well, he actually stopped the pipeline. Which, by the way, the pipeline was a way to get the oil from one way to another. Now mm-hmm. they stopped the pipeline, but the oil is still coming here. They didn't he didn't stop the oil. So what other way does the oil get here? Through unless they're not getting truck. the oil here Through they're giant just paying, diesel trucks, dude. That's unless the and, unless they're just gonna start paying China and all that shit again so they can get money back in the bank. You know, Hunter Biden needs to fucking get more crack, bro. Uh, anyway, so he does need uh, Hunter does need more crack. <laughs> <He does. laughs> That's a fact. So here's another egregious, egregious part of this. Now, she equates her experience at the Capitol or at her office near the Capitol that she equates this with uh, sexual assault, being a survivor, a survivor of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Now, this is taking something that like literally nobody um, – <laughs> Like sexual assault is something that you should absolutely take serious, right? 100%. It's a serious, it's a serious thing, and anyone that says it, um, we should listen and at least uh, give them, let their voice be heard. Like they so do with Blasey Ford. She uses, well, or Tara Reid, obviously, um, but she says, "I'm a survivor of sexual assault, and I haven't told many people that in my life." <laughs> but when we go through trauma, trauma compounds on each other. She says. Now. And look, and look at this. It says it looked it took less than 48 hours for the white right wing disinformation machine to contrive a way to minimize what Ocasio said she had experienced. This is supposed to be some sort of objective fact checker in a circus of cyber bullying that began on February 3rd. Conservative news outlets and social media conspiracy trolls latched onto the misleading claim that Ocasio-Cortez quote wasn't in the Capitol building. Let me read that again. Latched on to the misleading claim that Ocasio-Cortez wasn't in the Capitol building, but then they add, and therefore was not in harm's way as she described in the Instagram video. 
and I'll repeat, this is their argument. They say that, well, of course she was in harm's way. How can you say she wasn't in harm's way? They came there to fucking kill politicians. Five people died. Of course. None of, none of them were politicians, though. But the claim wasn't not in any harm's way. That's your intention of it. Mm-hmm. The actual claim is supposed to be wasn't inside the Capitol building. How is that misleading? You're the one that's misleading by throwing that therefore was not in harm's mm-hmm. way. Um, well, not, so. not even that. They're misleading by saying that it's misleading to make that claim. Okay. Now, uh, to be fair, uh, to be fair, red state headline goes like this. AOC wasn't even in the Capitol building near uh, during her quote near death experience. Now that's probably what they mean because the, the quoted mm-hmm. near death experience, her near death experience and the following mm-hmm. tweet from a daily wire website. Now this is the daily wire. AOC was not inside the Capitol building during the breach on January 6th. And it just says misleading. So this is what they throw on there. Um, and then it gets on your, excuse me, on your timeline. Others, it, it, it is seriously misleading when it misleads from their narrative. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. They, they're sort of being blatant about it. They're just like, no, that's misleading information. It's misleading information. What's misleading about it? Well, y- it misleads you from my narrative mm-hmm. that I was in pure danger and Bernie um, is not white privileged. Well, you see, and, that, and that's the trouble of today's, like, that's a, that's a problem with modernity. Because what, what modern society says is not, is this ethically true? It's, does it benefit your tribe? So we strayed from ethics and we've strayed from what is right and said, is this good for your tribe or is this bad for your tribe? And because it's bad for the democratic tribe, therefore it, 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 it is false. Is it true? Ultimately, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna measure this through an ethical standard, yes, that is a false, and that's why you find trouble with it because you're saying ethically it is a lie. But in today's modern world, it says we don't care about ethics. The ultimate, the meta ethic, we care about the the modern ethic, which says does it fit your tribe? Yes or no? Yeah, and it's I digress, but I wanted to get into, we just got to keep going into the news here or at least more into the story and dive deeper into this because we've got timeline to look into and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we can look into her story and go, it does sound like she's exaggerating her story. Um, It it does look like that. That's a fact. It does like the claim that, uh, that daily wire put out that a lot of uh, conservative sites put out, and by the way, this is like the freaking MAGA hats that get punched in the face because they're wearing a MAGA hat. You're only going to see these on those sites because mm-hmm. it strays from the narrative that the left wants to push. It's not mainstream media that's going to publish it. Such a shame. Such a, such a sh- freaking shame here. <laughs> fucking Friday night. Okay. Hey, uh, can you go into that next link there, Mr. Brandon here? Because you just say fucking Friday night. <laughs> fucking Friday night here. So uh, I didn't want to read Shapiro's slam, but I wanted to read the the email that uh, AOC put out to her, you know, her followers or whatever that signed up for her email list here. As we speak, right-wing operatives with millions of followers on social media are spending or spending flat-out lies. Uh, that's probably supposed to be spreading flat-out lies and misleading information about our wonderful and dear Alexandria. 
But with your help, we can force Twitter and Facebook to take action and enforce their own rules. We can force Twitter and Facebook to take action, it says. What's so frustrating about these attacks is that once the truth comes out, so few people get to hear it. Hundreds of thousands or potentially millions of people have already seen or shared the misleading tweets or fake news articles. She later goes to call on her, her supporters. If you see it, whenever, whenever you see it, flag that shit. Let's get that shit taken down, which prompted the, the Snopes fact check, which Snopes was more than happy to fucking mm-hmm. spin it perfect for her. But then... I wanted to play, uh, go into this uh, Vox article here. It's this one right here. Um, and then get that other one ready that's above it. Because AOC's, this is the people spinning for her. They're, they're spinning for her. And I wanted to remind you what it says right here real quick. Hundreds of thousands or potentially millions of people have already seen or shared the misleading tweets or fake news articles. Speaking of misleading tweets or fake news articles... Let's go to this Vox article here. I thought I was going to die. AOC's harrowing account of the Capitol Hill attack. Alexandra Casio-Cortez Instagram live post on the insurrection shows why we can't just move on. Uh, This is by Zach Bochamp. 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 Uh, published February 2nd at 11 a.m. That is three days ago. Three days ago, just to let you know, three days ago, okay? Now, real quick, can you go to that Google Drive? And this is a picture of that article. Now, this is the article that I picked up. Uh, luckily, uh, Tim Tim Poole was uh, covering it. But I had already had put this uh, link on my thing because I had saw this. And then when I went to go look for it again today, mysteriously gone. Of course. Today, three days later. Three days later, after hundreds of thousands or potentially millions of people have already seen or shared the misleading tweets or fake news articles. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about here. This screenshot. Now, if we look closely, um, it goes, uh, she takes shelter behind her bathroom door just before the pro-Trump attackers break into her office and make it clear they were coming for her. I just hear yells of, where is she? Where is she? AOC recalls. That is what that article said Mm -hmm. just earlier today. Okay? Now, let's go to it today. Now, mind you, it still says February 2nd, 2021. No updated Mm -mm. date. This is as if, this is, no, no, we never changed it. This is the way that it was. You don't have the internet. You can't look it up. But let's look at that same line. It says, she takes shelter behind her bathroom door just before someone gets into her office. Mm -hmm. I just hear these yells of, where is she? Where is she? They cut that out. If you go down, even further down in this article, there's no, there's no uh, correction. It doesn't say that this article uh, reflects some corrections here. And they should do that. Absolutely. Yep. It's tra- transparent. Transparency mm-hmm. here. Um, and accountability is not about revenge. It's uh, not about getting back. Accountability. You, you show some accountability by saying, by admitting that you spread this lie for three days, where, again, I'll say hundreds 
of thousands or potentially millions of people have already seen or shared this misleading fake news article. Okay. Now just that part's fake news. The rest of it is just an account of what she was saying. Mm -hmm. And, um, but this is the problem. They watched the same video we all watched where we thought that that's exactly what she was talking about because she never cleared it up. She intentionally lied by omission. Mm -hmm. This is why people are saying AOC lied or better yet, the, the much more fun hashtag Alexandria Ocasio Smollett. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. When I saw that, I, I was cracking up. Which, uh, that you know, it, it reminds me of when I first met you, uh, you were, we were all talking about that, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Like I said, three days later, millions of views later, the narrative the left-wing media spun for her was that the pro-Trump rioters knock, knock, knocking at her chamber door. Uh-oh. Did she lie? I don't know. Nevermore? So we wanted to go over the timeline because in that article that Vox says... She talks about, and I will we'll go up here, at 1 p.m., January 6th, Ocasio-Cortez uh, remembers trying to, what to uh, decide what to eat. 1 mm. p.m., okay? 1 p.m., remember 1 p.m. Can we go to that next one? Are we on that already? I don't know. I'm not looking at the, the main thing here. It's like you're doing an episode of the first 48. So critical moments in the Capitol siege here, okay? Now... I want you to go to uh, 1253, okay? Oh, uh, shoot. Uh, I can't use this uh, article because I am using the Chrome. You should be using Brave Browser because that's the way to go. All right, go down, and I'll read it. Brave Browser, you. that's what it is. Brave Browser. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you what the hell that was. Pretty cool uh, Pretty cool browser. I, I recommend it. Okay. Not sponsored, but if you want to. Let's see. Rioters violently overwhelm the police and breach the Capitol's outermost barricade. They break through three more barriers. Can you zoom that in a little bit? There you go. Forcing officers back to the Capitol steps where they now face off. Not inside yet. Let's go to 103. Speaker Nancy Pelosi begins the joint session of Congress where both chambers meet to uh, uh, certify the presidential vote. Going down. Uh, let's see. One twelve. Trump ends his rally speech. Okay. Now let's imagine AOC. She just ordered some fucking um, some Chinese food or whatever. Chipotle. She ordered Chipotle, bro, because she's Mexican. Uh, she's she, trying she, to be Mexican. Ordered some chapete. Yeah, some chapete chipotle, bro. Chipotle, chipotle, chapatle. Um, chipotle. So let's say it gives her. You know, that's a couple minutes. And then she starts talking about there was a uh, her her like uh, legislator directive was saying director was saying uh, he calls her uh, she calls him G and said uh, run hide run hide hide run little girl you better run for your life run uh one fifteen uh, Ted Cruz of Texas so actually that's one twelve. Several House Republicans, backed by Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, object to certifying Arizona's vote, sending the House and Senate to debate in separate chambers. Uh, 115, by the Capitol steps, rioters continue to clash with the police. By now, reinforcements from the local police have arrived to help. Both sides spray chemical agents. Scroll down. 130, 
the Senate and House debates. So they're still mm-hmm. they're still in their thing. No, there's no breach yet. No breach yet. Let's keep going down. So surely by now she's done ordering uh, and hiding for some reason, yeah. right? Uh, 149 Capitol Police request National Guard assistance as rioters tear through scaffolding. Oh no. 158, nearly one hour after she ordered some chipotle. Uh, you think she got a, a burrito bowl? You know, bro, I'm going to change my mind. I think she ordered Subway like Jesse Smollett. <laughs> you know, I think she got Subway. She got some Subway, bro. That's what I'm talking about, my man. <laughs> she got that meatball sub, bro. She got that meatball sub. Do you think he got a meatball sub? Because he ate it later, and it must have been a few hours after. Well, I don't know how much longer after. Bro, you know Jesse Smollett, like himself, some foot long with some big meatballs, bro. That's that's funny, but it's not cool, man. That is not cute. 158. Rioters make it past two barriers on the east side of the Capitol and now can approach the doors of the building. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No breach yet, by the way. The break-in. Uh-oh. Another mob, two, 210, breaches the final barricade on the building's west side and approaches an, ent- uh, an entrance near the Senate chamber. And then, boom. One hour and 11 minutes after she was spinning this tail. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it took an hour for her to try to run around and try to take shoes. <laughs> uh, from my understand, she borrowed shoes from one of the staffers because she was wearing high heels in case she had to run for your little life. Run, run. Bro, are you serious? She was going to, she was saying, Oh, give me your shoes. Cause no, 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 it wasn't wasn't like that. Uh, John Kerry is more like that, but no, what uh, (laughs) she had asked one of the other uh, Congress people that are on the same floor. I think it's two doors down. Uh-huh. It was another Democrat. <laughs> it was another Democrat, and she asked if uh, she had uh, another pair of shoes. And her one of her, she asked one of the staffers if AOC can have her shoes, please, or whatever. You know, she's obviously more important than you, um, and you're a peon. So yeah, of course, make with, make with the shoes already, please. Yeah. Anywho, so. Knowing all that, and there's video galore of that building that she's in where everyone's calm and this t- tale that she spins that she was in such danger and that she sees Republicans and she can't trust any of them because there are Republicans that w- were involved mm-hmm. in setting up the riot that are among me. The conspiracy that there are people that are trying to kill her that work right next door. Now you know what Trump feels like. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. That's what politics, that's what government is. People come are always on, coming man. at you. Have come you on. watched have you watched the Punisher show? We just finished watching that TV show Goliath with uh uh fucking um, what's his name? Uh Angelina jo- uh, Jolie's ex boyfriend. Uh Brad Pitt. No, 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 the other uh, oh, Billy, Billy Bob. Bob. Billy Bob. And it's like, and he's a lawyer. And dude, this guy has to watch his back like every second because somebody's trying to kill him. AOC, come on, man. Like, you're making laws. You don't think your life's in, in danger? Well, speaking of which, uh, that Marjorie Taylor Green. Which, oh, uh, yeah. Your, your gal, by the way. 
I don't even know her. What are you yeah, talking about? She was a former QAnon, uh, 9-11 truther, uh, Infowar gal. What do you mean by 9-11 truther? Like uh, the government fucking did it. Like, you know, the the position that's not what the government said. Have you read the 9-11 papers? Uh, dude, we're not getting into 9-11 today. I, I'm just We've saying. done plenty of 9-11 on this show, and like the back in the day, we don't touch that stuff anymore. Because... Ultimately, it's just what, there's nothing to, left to prove. Uh, if you're if you're going to try to come at me with uh, the building falling and it comes down like it's like a, there's explosives or something, like I just don't care. I don't want to hear it. I saw two planes go in there. And that's all. Oh, I heard. agree. I agree that the planes hit it. Now, did we know about it and mm, let it happen? Mm, yeah, that's something we can talk about. But mm. as for it being perpetrated by it by uh, the government, no. They may have had a hand in letting it happen. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I think the main takeaway from this whole AOC thing is that they're trying to spin a terrible narrative and they're trying to start a war. Mm-hmm. They are trying to start a war against, and another, it's by the way, it's another war that will never be won. It's something that will be ongoing. We can always keep throwing money at it, much like the war on drugs. Yep. Much like the war on poverty. Yep. Much like the war on terror. Much like any goddamn war we've been in the last fucking million years. It's it's Mm -hmm. crazy. So they're just trying to start another war. Matter of fact, isn't it funny that Biden started a war already? Donald Trump didn't start one goddamn war. Nope. He ended all of them. Brought was bringing our troops back. I don't know. Was bringing our troops back. He was. He did bring a lot back, but he also didn't. He also increased some presence in other places. But besides the point, he didn't start a new war. No. And uh, Biden started a new war. He started a new war on uh, existential threat, uh, existential threat of uh, white supremacy, which I just everything is white supremacy mm-hmm. these days. I watched this crazy fucking video, and maybe um, Brandon, we can watch it in the in the next hour. Um, but this video, and if you look it up, it's like. Uh, 10 people of all races and, and uh, whatever, sexes and, 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 and races, they, one of them will get $1,000, but it's up to the whole group to, uh, to basically a pick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do voting and shit, and it's crazy. It, it's got this, I don't want to spoil it, because I think we should watch some of this, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's egregious, egregious. But, there are black and white people in there. Guess, just guess how this uh, this this uh, this ends up. Uh, racist. <laughs> it's the most racist fucking thing I've ever seen. And guess who are being the racist? <laughs> the white people. No. Yeah. The no. white people. Yeah, I would say the white people because no. they don't think they're being racist. Speaking of uh, racist, uh, go to this next video down here, Mister Hard Hat here. And this is so- uh, I, and I just, I just just before we finish, I just wanted to say, and I think this is where you're going is they're bringing up another war, which is going to be the war right. on domestic terrorism. Thank you, thank and that, you. Yeah. And that and that's going to be the people who are Trump supporters, the people who are more conservative. There's a new war, and they're just going to raise your taxes to fight this new war. Uh, maybe not raise your taxes, but uh, increasing increase the rhetoric against political uh, opponents mm-hmm. um, calling anything that they have to say, like any criticism that the right has against the left, it's, it's automatically called disinformation. 
which is a new word. It's not, it's not misinformation anymore. It's disinformation. Oh, no, no, no. It was disinformation mm-hmm. first. Now they've changed it to misinformation. misinformation. Mm-hmm. They, they like to change the meanings of words. They like to change the words that are used and just to get a little bit of a rise out of you. And um, I, I just also wanted to add the other because you even said, you know, look at how Trump never started a war. The other thing that the media lied about in the beginning of Trump's presidency was that he was going to bring in martial law. You see, we have martial law now with Biden. Why has not the military left the Capitol? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're full of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you know, I mean, they still have. No, listen, they still have um, the 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 National Guard, the armies there, whatever. To uh, they're still a threat that they're saying. Now, this is what they're saying. They're still That's a threat what- that. There's still a threat that there's going to be right-wing extremists during this impeachment trial. That's definitely not a fucking waste of time. Okay, it's definitely not and a waste money. of time. Now, I, I I don't want to get into the whole impeachment thing. I do have one video I want to show, um, but we'll get into that in a moment. I want to play this other video. Do you have that ready for us, Brandon? Yeah. Um, because this is a congressman. This is a congressman who wants to. He finally is going to admit his privilege by being absolutely goddamn racist. Listen to this. We know what it feels like searching for something, anything, with which to defend ourselves and realizing a pencil is about all we had. And we know what it feels like thinking that it's a real possibility that we would not see our families and loved ones again. We won't forget. We won't forget. But I'm not here this evening to seek sympathy or just to tell my story. Rather, to make a public apology for recognizing that we were sitting ducks in this room as the chamber was about to be breached. I screamed to my colleagues to follow me, to follow me across the aisle to the Republican side of the chamber so that we could blend in. What? So that we could blend in. (laughs) For I felt that the insurrectionists who were trying to break down the doors right here would spare us if they simply mistook us for Republicans. But within moments, I recognized that blending in was not an option available to my colleagues of color. <laughs> so I'm here tonight to say to my brothers and sisters, this voice cracking. and all around our country, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For I had never understood, really understood, what privilege really means. It took a violent mob of insurrectionists and a lightning bolt moment in this very room. But now I know, believe me, I really know. (laughs) Wow. Look, all I got to say is if some Trump supporters saw the Hodge twins in the fucking Capitol, they would have been like, my man, my man, my man. man. My N-words, they probably would have said. You know, they turned this whole insurrection thing into a racial bit all of a sudden, which was so fucking weird. Like, how is it a ra- was it racial at all? It's white people fighting white people. That seems like the furthest thing from racism that well, I've ever they, fucking heard. 
Well, this is the other thing. It's this is the new form of Gnosticism. It's experiential reality. Have you experienced what I, what I've experienced? If right, because now he's saying I know. Have what you felt what I felt? Yeah. So so he's saying now I know what it's like for my white privilege, and now I can denounce it. And so what's going on is this is a new form of Gnosticism. They're saying, oh, you white person or you whatever person, do you know what it feels like? to be this no so then they could attack more black and brown people that way because it's like oh you you," and then that's where the multiracial whiteness comes in oh you don't know because you've been multiracially white i know because i've experienced this you haven't experienced this now i know more than you and then that's when the racism starts all over again but now it's allowed racism that exactly um i saw this other video where this guy was like yes i am racist um and I admit it. Um, I am trying to change. Um, and any white person out there that does not believe that they are racist is in, they are racist because they grew up in this world, in this earth, on this planet, on this country, in this country, the most racist country in the world that has the most diverse people in it. I just know what I'm, <laughs> but it's still the most racist place ever. Okay. All right. So, we need to we need to move on because we've got very little time left here. Uh, we will keep going on after the uh, we cut off from public access. We thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll talk about the ACLU, the, how they issued a Twitter thread allegedly debunking myths, and I'd like to see that and we'll talk about that. Um, but I think we should end with. Um, uh, let's let's do this one here, my friend. Here, this is because we talked about uh, the peach and the impeachment of Orange, the peach of Orange, <laughs> the impeachment of Orange. Now, one of the talking points that they're saying that is he incited this riot, besides the fact that he said uh, we're going to peacefully march, is the fact <laughs> that he said uh, we're going to fight like hell. We're going to mm-hmm. go up there and we're going to fight like hell. This is in the very emotional fucking dissertation or whatever that they put out again, the lawsuit or the uh, <clears throat> their argument for impeaching Trump, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Trump's lawyers were just like, they put out like seven bullet points or 11 bullet points and said like, he's not president anymore. Constitutionally says that uh, it's for this reason and sorry, right? And people argue, well, there's precedent, there's, pre- there's precedent, but there's no precedent in this matter. There's precedent in other matters, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But anyways, w- the, the main thing is that the political rhetoric that he used, or not the political rhetoric, because that's what it is, um, but the, the, the speech that he used is hate speech. Anything he says is hate speech. It's just deemed that way because he's, in fact, hateful. So anything mm-hmm. he says is it's. But when he says, fight, we're going we're gonna to fight like hell, we're going to go out there and fight like hell, peacefully march, of course. Remember, just we're good guys. We love everybody out there. We want everyone to be safe. And just remember, it's great. I love you. That's right. Um, but that fight like hell is really ringing true to the Democrats. The fight like hell. What else could that mean? Go out there and fight like hell. Of course, go over there and just fucking beat everybody up and kill some fucking politicians. That's what that means. But this is political speech and this is something that the democrats and a lot of republicans too but i have a supercut of democrats using this language fight like hell a supercut from our wonderful friends at grabian mm-hmm. check this one out in the senate democrats are going to fight like hell 
to make this a reality. Americans who took to the streets this week have demanded change. With this legislation, Democrats are heeding their calls. I want the people of Pennsylvania, the people all across this country to know that we are going to fight like hell to protect your vote, to secure your vote, and to make sure that your vote is counted. How confident are you that Kentuckians are going to have the ability to vote freely uh, in November? Well, I'll tell you, I'm confident that we're going to fight like hell to make sure they can. We are going to fight like hell to make sure that everyone who wants to vote can exercise that right to vote. This election is coming, whether the president wants it or not. Ah. We're going to fight like hell in Congress to make sure that the mail still works. Today, Biden's VP Kamala Harris told supporters in a fundraising note that it is time to, quote, fight like hell to protect the Supreme Court following the passing of late Justice Ginsburg. That legacy of rights needs to be continued. I'm going to fight like hell. Speaking for myself, I'm going to fight like hell. Aaron, we're going to fight like hell. The reforms, we're going to fight like hell to get those reforms in. I and I know many other senators and members of the House will fight like hell to make sure that we act and act as soon as possible. I just have one thing to say about the next eight days. I'm gonna fight like hell. They need a president who will go into the White House and will fight like hell. Stop to make sure that- We'll go to the White House and we'll fight like hell. This is exactly almost the same. We're gonna go to the Capitol, we're gonna fight mm-hmm. like hell. It's almost the same exact goddamn rhetoric, but they're, this is the exact same crap that we talked about with the, the fact checkers. When Trump mm-hmm. say it, it's <laughs> this is fucking uh, impeachable. When the Democrats say it, it goes, it needs context. Further mm-hmm. context is needed. Well, thank you guys for watching. Well, we got one more minute left. And I'd like to thank you guys. This will be our new time slot on Friday nights. Channel 10 on 10. No, it's my Easter egg. I forgot that I was looking. I was looking around for it. I was going to take a rip out of it while I was uh, had the videos running. Then I forgot I had to charge the battery. It's kind of nice doing the show at at my own place. Uh, my girlfriend's watching it in the bedroom, and I went over there. And I go, That's so funny that she can watch it live, and I can hop right into her, into the the bedroom real quick and see that I'm not in my spot. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, if there wasn't so many like uh, audio video issues, I would like to do this uh, more often. Um, this way, because now I don't have to drive uh, 45 minutes south. Yeah, it, so. it would save on gas, but it's all good. Yeah, but anyways, thank you guys for joining us. It's been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. We're going to be going on further. We're going to talk about ACL, E2E, trans, and everything. So for David, the exactly Hispanic Aguilar, for Brandon Hardin Mitchell, I'm Lo saying that's right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. That is it for uh, that is it for channel ten. We can call to action now. Yeah, that's really all we can't do. Today's bonsai, of course, is the dwarf shiflera or the dwarf umbrella tree, Hawaiian umbrella tree. Pretty sweet. Alu 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 ale. All right, all right. Here we go. That's still a call back to uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, that movie is so funny, man. Yeah, one of the best. You get to see Mila Kunis's tits, but those aren't her tits, by the way. <laughs> they just like superimposed her face on like somebody flashing. No shit. All right, so uh, if you guys don't know, 
one of us has COVID. Yes. It's up to you to figure out who it is. Uh, yes, we're not going to tell you. But I can tell you one thing. What I COVID, feel like every- no, go ahead. Now, as I say, what I feel like everybody thinks is going to be me. Why is that? Because you walk around without a mask <laughs> and uh, you like to conf- get confronted by people trying to give you a mask and you're like, listen, bro, like, why do you got to come at me, bro? I'm trying to just work out here, bro. <laughs> by the way, I've been having great workouts and loving my workouts without goals, Jim. So if this was a breakup, I'm winning. Are you going to that guy's backyard, Jim? Is that what's going on? Oh, I forgot about that, man. We got to go do a little workout with him. Yeah, whatever. And we need to have a skateboard challenge, me and you. Yeah, we still got to do that. that. That'd be sweet. Um, definitely got to make some, do some more um, bits and stuff, video bits. Yeah. You know, little bumps and everything, bumpers. All right, let's go to this uh, coronavirus thingamabobber which i fucking hate daily mail man if i use chrome on daily mail it's just like ads 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 all over the place they take up like you you get like seriously not even half the screen there you can scroll it fuck get brave browser and it, all that stuff just goes away it doesn't allow any of these goddamn pop-ups maybe it's just my fault maybe i need to turn off pop-up i think my pop-up blocker is off anyways you, you know what's funny is that so many movies that were predicting the future would always have like ads everywhere. And that's literally what we're living in ads everywhere. Uh, yeah. You know, it reminds me of that idiocracy. This like yeah. this site is idiocracy with mm-hmm. where the guy's watching TV. So I'm baiting and he's got all the different, it's just ads. And then he's yeah. got the one screen where he's just watching guys getting kicked in the nutsack. I like money. Uh, this comes from the daily mail. Uh, why are COVID cases plummeting? Mm. New infections have fallen 45% in the U.S. and 30% globally in the past three weeks, but experts say vaccine is not the main driver because only 8% of Americans and 13% of people worldwide have received their first dose. <clears throat> Crazy, huh? Daily cases have dropped. We're, dude, we're, we're, I'm so glad that Biden is president because mm. he... Over fifty percent, it's dropped fifty percent. We're almost to a point where we're not going to have to wear masks anymore. <laughs> oh God, that's never going to happen, right? They're going to Fauci's talking about double masks and shit. So I don't know if you could, because uh, this has to do with what you're talking about right now. But I've been trying to look for it and I couldn't find it. But Alex Jones is the only ones that had it on. So I put the link in the in that little message chat we have. But it's Tony Robbins talking about how fucking I don't know Tony Robbins. Yes, I, I saw. I, oops, sorry, sorry. I saw this fucking video that he mm-hmm. was doing. He's like, he's like, can you believe it? Uh, something we've been saying on this fucking show. It's crazy how mm-hmm. flu, um, flu is down this year. It's just crazy that it's down this year and COVID's up. Okay, mm-hmm. well, COVID's going up this year, but you know it has very much like flu symptoms, cold symptoms, people reporting colds down uh tony robbins said that uh could you have uh are you able to find did you uh find that video by chance yeah i, I put it in the in the in the message or in the chat that we have but it's from Bandop video because it's the only place i saw that has like the actual clip of him saying it's nowhere on youtube oh yeah they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna allow that shit on youtube they're yeah, not gonna but, allow that on anywhere else yeah and he's and he's like cancer this and that has gone down 
I mean, Tony Robbins. Back in 1948, George Orwell said that in a world of universal deceit, oh, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. He was totally <laughs> right then. So it takes a lot of courage. Uh, can we go to where world, he not actually to tell says stuff? Oh, that's honored. Yeah. That's protected. That's good. Twenty million people. Heart disease for the first time in 30 years has come down. Cancer has come down. But COVID has gone up in the exact proportions. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Same number of people die. Uh, uh, stop real quick. Stop real, stop real quick. He said, isn't that interesting? No, what's interesting is that you're wearing a fucking Madonna microphone. <laughs> and I don't even think you're getting audio from it. I hear it coming from wherever the the video source. It sounds like yes. you're doing it on a cell phone or your laptop. And he's got his fucking Madonna mic, Britney Spears mic on and shit. Because that's how you know him. You know, he's up on stage with that. He's like, oh, I just normally have to wear that anyways, you know. But he's, he's not wrong. Uh can you turn that video down a little bit? Uh, it sounds like it's clipping a bunch on my I side. feel like he never fucking uses a microphone. When they, he comes with his own mic strap already. He's like, just put me in. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Is band.video an, uh, a, a place where you can upload your own videos? I I think so. I I was trying to get approval last time, but they never got back to me. And it's showing people in all these hazmat suits and creating... Was that barking? Was that hysteria? And then he just walks through the facts that COVID is a thing to take all of our attention and steer us as a car baby into this great reset, this giant lockdown. So how do you face a global lockdown? How do you face fear? How do you face panic? How do you face people wearing a mask? They know it's a fraud, but because they want to look like a hero because they don't want to be criticized. How do you fight that and, and come out of that and resist that? But at the same time, not All right, it's focus, clipping too much. That really Does it sound fine on your end, Brendan? No, it's it sounds terrible. Yeah, that's not uh that's not playing anymore that. But yeah, what Tony Robbins is saying is it's funny how cancer and all these things are going down while COVID is going up and the and the death is similar to what is going down and what go COVID is going up. Yeah, I mean, he even says uh, Tony Robbins goes and saying, "Well, the death, the the death rate of it is point one, point two percent, right? It's less than point one. It's it's ridiculously low. Mm-hmm. But all these cases they go up, and we've talked about cases from day one. We talked about how um, antibody cases, like if you had antibodies, if you tested for it, that." Uh, uh, um, we, we didn't even know. We weren't able to find out for sure, but was that being added on as a cases, you know, a recovered case, so that the cases would go up higher, you know? Sorry if I'm boring you, David, you fucking yonder. No, because no, I was thinking to myself, but I don't know if I should say it because it may give away about the COVID, but I thought you tested positive for antibodies the first time. No, never t- not tested. Uh, I, so back, I think it was April or it was probably April uh-huh. or July or something uh, in that area, right? April, May, um, where I took the antibodies test. Cause I was thinking, Oh, I think January, I, you know, I, I came, I did the show kind of sick because uh-huh. I had a stuffy nose and I felt like uh, I had a cold and I yeah. did, the, did the show with a cold. You, you look like shit that day too. I just didn't want to say anything. You weren't on the show yet. Oh know? yeah. But I'm saying I was watching and you look like shit. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. 
Um, and so I was certain I had the, the coronavirus. And so I took this antibody test going, yeah, fuck yeah, man. If I have it, I'm immune. Fuck yeah, that's the thing. Ba 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 ba. And it came up negative. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, whatever. And so I've lived my whole life until, uh, in, uh, until uh, one of our guys over here on the network got the COVID. And we do a show every Sunday. And uh, he tested positive the next day. And then uh, one of our other guys got uh, tested positive. And so that prompted me to go get my test. And then uh, I, got the, I got the nice swab all the way up in my nose. Mm. Swabbed my nose. Second, it's not as bad as it was the first time. They really got in there. Like he, she shoved it way back there and just fucking just kept it in there for the longest uncomfortable time. Now, this time... I opened my mouth and she went in there and fucking it was easy. It wasn't too bad. I got my results in a couple of days uh, in which they were negative. And so Ooh. that me to go like, oh, what the fuck's going on here, man? So I got another antibodies test today and my antibody test came up negative. So I was around two guys that had it direct contact with them and still did not catch it. I know, bro. Look or maybe you, it's still going to come get me. I don't know. It takes a couple of weeks to get you, right? What, what if you're like, I am legend, dude, and you got the cure? Oh, because it's in my body. Like, yeah. I need to, like, draw my own blood and put it into the one of the, the zombies. Yeah. That that movie was cool. The book was cool, too, man. The, the, the main character wasn't a black guy. It was some drunk white dude. Mm, I never got to read the comic. It's not a comic. It was a, it was a book. Oh, it was an actual book actual novel oh then i never got to read that either. a novel all right uh let's get into some more news here so uh basically covid cases are they're falling they're falling fast falling fast and hopefully we're gonna get back to normal here real freaking soon okay um now that trump's gone let's go into this uh jen saki pasaki p-s-a-k-i um, she slammed for this homophobic tweet about Lindsey Graham. And this is from the New York Post. Uh-oh. And uh, this, is a, uh, this is a funny story about the tolerant do, left here, okay? Do you think the American people know that Lindsey Graham's at home? Oh. Even if he is, it's none of anybody's fucking business, first of all. <laughs> like, uh, let, let's read some of this here. Jen Psaki slammed homophobic tweet. Uh, slammed for the homophobic tweet, quote-unquote, about Senator Lindsey Graham here. White, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has come under fire for referring to Senator Lindsey Graham as Lady G in an old tweet that's being slammed um, slammed as off-base and homophobic. And this, this tweet uh, was from April 5th, 2020, because, you know, it's a matter of time till the right starts playing your game. Mm-hmm. And this is what they're doing. They're starting to play the game that you guys got away with for years, where you're going to start digging up where you are not starting. You guys have been doing it where you dig up old ass fucking tweets and get people canceled. No better time to try to do this than now to the left here. Yep. Um, it could have happened sooner, but it's happening now. <clears throat> I mean, media matters. You ever heard of media matters? Yeah. Or like now this, these are just like people that scan or like, uh, like media matters. They like exclusively watch, uh, like Ben Shapiro and Andrew Clavin and Michael uh, Michael Knowles and uh, Charlie Kirk, and they intentionally take their shit out of context and make little, these little videos, and they pass them around social media where 
hundreds and millions of people fucking watch them and shit and uh and just where they get their news and share yeah. <clears throat> now this this post from april 5th 2020 sparked backlash when it resurfaced this week on twitter with several people calling on Saki to apologize for using the offensive and tone deaf phrase mm-hmm. now this is not even a year ago, by the way, that she said this. Only in twenty this is what she said. Only in twenty twenty does hashtag Lady G get to push a bunch of debunk conspiracy theories while questioning at Yali uh, Sally Yates, aka an American hero, she tweeted. Mm. The comment came as former acting attorney general Sally Yates was set to testify before the Senate Judiciary 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 Committee. Judiciary. With, yeah, it always reminds me of that uh <laughs> that stand-up special from Dana Carvey, like in the '90s, where he sings "Chop and Broccoli," and he goes, "There's no way that you can say judicial without sounding drunk." Judicial, judiciary, judiciary, I'm just drunk, all right. Um, the hashtags, hashtag Lady G and hashtag Lady Graham trended on Twitter last year after a gay porn star made a series of allegations against a South Carolina lawmaker online and claimed Lady G was Graham's nickname among male sex workers. Let's read Saki's fucking tweet again. Only in 2020 does hashtag Lady G get to push a bunch of debunked conspiracy theories while questioning. Now, what is a conspiracy theory here? Is it the conspiracy theory that that uh, Lindsey Graham was saying about uh, Sally Yates, which I think we'll say in here a little later, or a conspiracy theory that a gay porn star made or is making allegations, or that is basically the conspiracy theory that Lindsey Graham fucks dudes secretly? Well, even then, like the conspiracy theory about Sally Yates is true. Like we have the text messages. Everything's been released with what went on with Crossfire Hurricane. That's you right. Know what I mean, so it's like, what do you mean? That isn't a conspiracy theory anymore. Well, to them, it's debunked conspiracy theory. And mis- well, at this point, it's not conspiracy theory anymore to them. It's misinformation. Remind ah. misinformation. Critics on the left have long ins- insinuated that 65-year-old Graham is a closeted gay man because he's never married or had children. According to Fox News, he has denied the rumors. Richard Grinnell, who served as former President Donald Trump's former president, like, you know, I'm also seeing this. I'm sorry to digress again, but I'm also seeing all this like ex-president, former president Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't think I've ever heard that for Obama. They just say President Obama. President, Obama. Mm-hmm. president Biden, it's like, this is what they do. Oh, he's former president. Well, no, once you're president, you're always like considered the president, right? Or you're like, you're, but you're not sitting president anymore. Right? Yeah. You're just President Donald Trump. You still get all the perks of a president, except for the legislative and uh you know, all that shit. But anyways, he's uh, the national, uh, the acting director of national intelligence and is openly gay wrote homophobia and intolerance from the left is growing. And uh, this should be widely condemned mm. at press secretary. He added the journalist green, uh, Glenn Greenwald, very great journalist. Yeah, I got to check this guy out. But anyways, he goes, uh, liberals have full and complete exemptions from the speech rules to which everyone else is subjected. So now, this reminds me and makes me want to go again. Just imagine if this happened on the other side. Mm. 
Mm. Only in 2020 does okay. Who's uh, who seems like they're a closeted game? The thing is, there's no closeted gay men on the on the Democrat side because they're openly gay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll take that back because I don't know if they are or not. But there's what about Ryan Seacrest? Let's say um, Reverend. Uh, what's that new one from? Oh, uh, let's say the Obamas. Let's say Barack because we all know that. No, no, no. Michelle, let's make it. Let's make it easy. Like uh, uh, Reverend Warlock, War Warnock, right? Let's say that he's a closeted gay man, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's say that there's a rumor going around, which, by the way, Warnock will say he's not a gay man. He said it. I'm not a gay man. But they're pushing this. Just imagine what the left would say about Lindsey Graham, or not Lindsey Graham, but uh, the Republican that's calling out Warlock, Warnock mm-hmm. for being a closeted gay man mm-hmm. when he says he's not a gay man. Just imagine that situation. But when the left does it, it's totally cool. And mm-hmm. as, and as, uh, Greenwald said they have full and complete exemptions from the speech rules to which everyone else is subjective. Very disappointed. Uh, very disappointed. Someone in her position would embrace this style politics. Graham spokesman, Kevin Bishop said in the statement, it's, it says more about her than it does about uh, Senator Graham. And Saki has not immediately respond to the request for comment from the post. Um, can I just say that that is yeah. why that's why I don't care, right? Like I know there's a lot of times I say shit on the show, and you know even in public and stuff like that, and you know my wife or people will be like, hey, you know, don't say this or don't say that. But I'm like, I don't care because they don't live up to their own rules either. Why should I succumb myself to something that they themselves do not subject themselves to? And it's a matter of time till they start playing your own game. You know they keep they keep saying. Oh, we can't forgive these guys. You know, mm-hmm. they were they treated us like shit for four years and they they treat us to tyranny from Trump for four years. And no, now we're in power. We're not going to fucking we're not going to forgive them like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. She's she straight up says that Republicans are her enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi said fucking the enemy is w- among us. They are in the House chamber. They sit in the House chamber. They are are pushing these fucking crazy things. And speaking of pushing crazy things, before we get into the ACLU tweet here, um, speaking of coming out, the Lincoln Project, which is an anti-Trump supposed ex-Republicans group, their founder is a straight-up scumbag. Um, Now, this guy doesn't admit any of this, but John Weaver, um, it's a petty. He's a pederast. He's a fucking pederast and... uh, that's what, yeah, that's what happens with the Lincoln Project. It says everything about the Lincoln Project, how they tried for four years. To, they're, they're supposed ex-Republicans. I just, I just try to imagine, I get a lot of people that, that transfer over from Democrat to Republican. I get that, right? Where liberals become more conservative. But I don't see that. Like, it's rare. I do see it. I have seen it where there's a Republican, quote-unquote, that has moved over to Democrat side. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were actually ever Republican. I think maybe they thought they were because that's how their family or something voted, but they didn't actually support or actually know anything about it. But then when they got more political somehow, you know, as a lot of us did four years ago when Donald Trump became president, we all got fucking, all of a sudden became fucking pros. Yeah. Uh, political fucking commentators, all of us, man. We all had an opinion and everybody wanted to hear it. 
Um, so yeah, with the with the league, like, so what has come out about this? Oh uh, well, I can go over this real quick with this, but uh, there is 21 men who accused Lincoln Project co-founder of online harassment. Mm. Um, he's a John Weaver, a longtime GOP operative who advised John McCain and John Cash Kashish Kashish. I don't know. I don't know that name. Made sexual Case, overtures. Cases. Cacious, whatever, made sexual overtures to young men, sometimes offering help to get them uh, work in politics. He's basically a Harvey Weinstein of, of the, ah. this a longtime GOP operative. Um, the Lincoln Project are staunchly anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump is Republican Party. He's the mm-hmm. GOP. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah, he may have advised John McCain back in the day, but it made me think about this whole party switch thing again you know how they say the party switched and we ask when did the party switch we asked when that happened democrats um all the way up to the civil rights act of 64 all the democrats voted against it and republicans voted for it so between 64 and 1980 something uh less than 20 years span that's when the parties must have changed to them because it doesn't add up any other fucking way, which means that Reagan was a Democrat. No, no, no. Okay. So, uh, 64. Yeah. That was, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson. Yeah. So after Lyndon Baines, who was, I guess an actual, he was a Democrat president, but, um, brought forth the, the civil rights act, which didn't get any support from Democrats, but got support from all the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, but then somewhere a couple of years later, Barry Goldwater, some shit like that. Uh, I'm not mistaken that... though. I'm going to chime Whoa. in. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry, but uh, LBJ was uh, very much not in favor of the civil rights act and only did it because JFK had already kind of set it in motion. And that in order just to kind of keep, whatever his ties going, he approved it, but he was not for it in any way. Yeah, correct. And, you know, matter of fact, he said he, he may have pretended he was for it because he knew that he'd get those N words to be voting Democrats for, you know, the next 20 years or something. Right. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, but you know, that's the Democrat party for you. And all of a sudden they it switched over. Like when, when did it switch over and how is, Marketing. how is, how is the Republican Party of today identical to the Republican Party of ni- uh, the Democrat Party of 1964? Bro, it's all marketing, man. The, the Democrats and the Clintons learn how to market themselves well. That's what the fucking Republicans keep doing. And that's, a, that's where Trump won, was he knew how to market and sell himself. Republicans don't know how to do it. And Democrats, they, they have mainstream media. They have celebrities. They have everything that that is creating a culture that benefits them. But the Republicans don't have that. And so when Trump comes in, he's coming in with that kind of culture, that kind of vibrato that attracted people. And the Democrats knew he was going to steer their shine. That's why they were starting everything on him. That's why everything from, from Russiagate and all that started coming out was because they were trying to go after him because they knew that he had the power to take shit away from them. Yeah. Uh, let's move on uh, real quick. Uh, John Weaver, a longtime Republican strategist and co-founder of the prominent anti-Trump group, the Lincoln Project, has for years sent unsolicited and sexually provocative message online to young men. Um, his solicitations included sending messages to a 14-year-old. 
that's all you need to know about this guy. And that's uh, those are the people that are against Trump. Oh no! <laughs> yes, uh, asking questions about his body while he was still in high school, and then more pointed ones after he turned eighteen. Okay, <laughs> let's get into this ACLU uh, tweet and let's let's move on here. Um, this is coming from the Daily Wire. Daily Wire, great. ACL issues, Twitter thread allegedly debunking myths about trans students in sports here. The American Civil Liberties Union, which used to be a fucking actual civil liberties union. You know, the ACLU famously um, fought for the rights of Nazis to march in Skogi. Mm. Um, I think that's right, Skogi. And let the Nazis fucking walk. Are they Americans? Let them fucking walk. The, you know, there's this huge thing where they think that the, nowadays you can't ha- even have Nazis walk them. Like there's even like a whole bunch of them to keep mm-hmm. walking, but like actual Nazis, not just fucking like neocon, neo right fucking uh, alt right guys who are saying blood and soil because even them are not even enough. There's not, there's the Proud Boys aren't these people you're talking about. These are actual fucking, these are the people that stormed the Capitol, the over hundred or so people that I don't even know how much it was. How many people broke in like a couple hundred? Yeah. Anyways, these are those people. Um, The the American Civil Liberties Union don't do that anymore. They, they, they don't fight for civil liberties. If you're an American and you have a different opinion than what's mainstream, they may not fight Mm -hmm. for you. And especially if, you know, you can have pride and being game. You can have pride in being brown. You can have pride in being black. You can be having pride if, to be Hispanic. But God forbid if you show your white pride. Yep. God forbid it. You can't even you can't celebrate your white culture anymore in this country without being called a white supremacist. You may well, have had nothing. To, thing. You may have had nothing to do with slavery. You may have, your family may have come here way after slavery. But because you're white, you have a privilege. This conspiracy theory about privilege, this conspiracy fucking theory about white privilege is mainstream fact for the left and also fact for the American Civil Liberties Union who issued a, a, a Twitter thread Wednesday that claimed to offer facts debunking four myths about trans people in school sports. Um, and here's how it goes. Attacks on trans youth in sports are showing up in dozens of state legislatures nationwide. The bans are discriminatory, discriminatory, harmful, and unscientific. Unscientific, mind you. The ACLU went on to explain that, first of all, quote, trans girls are girls, end quote, and that the idea of sex being rooted in biology is a myth. Okay. There is no way, there is no one way for our bodies to be, right? It says, women, including women who are transgender, intersex, disabled, have a range of different physical characteristics. Biological sex and gender are not binaries. They are, there are no set hormone ranges, body parts, or chromosomes that all people of a particular sex or gender have. Okay. Biological sex and gender are not binaries, but they are. There are men and female. Now, what they threw in here is that intersex 
intersex happens to less than like a percent of people worldwide. Mm-hmm. And even then, it just it it's not that they're male or female. It's just it's hard to tell what their sex organs are because they probably have a really basically the smallest dick you've ever seen on a baby. That's what an intersex person is. You got the smallest dick, and it may be a vagina. Who mm-hmm. knows? Or maybe you have both of them, which is a hermaphrodite, and it's picked at one point uh, which they're going to, you know, favor. Okay, you have one. Uh, the, uh, your baby, David. Your baby has uh, both sex organs. Um, at some point, I mean, you can let them live this way. Probably, probably not great for them, and will cause them to do something crazy to themselves later. Or we can, you know, fix this problem now and uh, pick one of the two genders that there are. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how they have to say that. This is how they debunk it. There is no one way for our bodies to be. Women, including women who are transgender, intersex, or disabled, have a range of different physical characteristics. Yes, uh, all people have a range of different physical characteristics. This is where they have it wrong. Biological sex and gender are not binaries. Biological sex is man and woman. That's biological. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, gender, uh, you know what? You fight for your gender identity thing. You can have a million different ones, but you need to separate sex and gender, by the way. Um, gender is just an expression of your biological sex. I don't know. Tim, how, no, I don't know. Someone call me. I don't know. There are no set hormone ranges, body parts, or chromosomes that tell uh, that all people of a particular sex or gender have. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there, chrom- aren't there like, common chromosomes for all men and common chromosomes that can tell women. Isn't yeah. that a way that they can sort of tell X and Y chromosomes. Isn't that a way that they can tell what kind of baby you're going to have um, through the chromosomes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, and, and, but, but even that it's, if, if all this is true, then why should we fight for women's rights? What are women's rights? If there is no women, if it's just a figment of your imagination, why would we? Why should we be fighting for these things and be vocal for them? Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll get into um, I'll get into that in a second here. What the hell? Why is it having me? Okay, having me log into my thing here real quick. Um, I'm gonna get into that. But let's go into the next myth here. Oh, what the fuck? You just go into that there. Give me into that myth, baby. Give me that myth buster. Um, why is it? Why is it doing this to me? Um, anyways, we'll just go and we'll go into that next one here. All right, the next two myths. Here we go. The ACO attempted to bust. Were that trans uh, trans athletes have an unfair advantage in sports, and that allowing biological men to compete against women could be dangerous. That's the myth. Okay, trans athletes do not have an unfair advantage in sports. Trans athletes vary in athletic ability just like cisgender athletes. Trans athletes vary in athletic ability just like cisgender athletes. That is Mm. such a weird sentence. Athletes vary in athletic ability just like, yeah, just like everybody. Because trans people are just like everybody because well, they literally are everybody. But this is the thing. There's a difference. If you if we were to have five women, all the same age, all around kind of the same, you know, kind of upbringing, you know what I mean? And this, they grew up in the same neighborhood, let's say. They would probably be a little bit physically different. You probably have a fat one, a skinny one, a middle one, whatever, right? Yeah. That's different from having five different transgender 
people because one of them was born a man one of them was born a woman one of them was born a man so those figures are going to be bigger smaller in more prominent ways because let's say you have a group of five transgender people but three of them were men and two of them were women the three that were born men you're gonna know and they're gonna be like oh yeah they're gonna fucking tell this goes up i'm gonna put my money on the men yeah it's different when you have five girls and five guys rather than three guys and two girls mixed and transgendered Yes, and let me continue on here. So trans athletes vary in athletic ability, just like cisgender athletes. In many states, the very same cis girls who have claimed that trans athletes have an unfair advantage have consistently performed as well or better than transgender competitors. This is both hugely manipulative and false. Firstly, it is manipulative to present the fact that some cis girls, in other words, biological girls, have outperformed some transgender athletes as proof that there are no biological advantage in physical competition. (laughs) For example, a randomly selected biological man may be beaten by a randomly selected biological woman in a wrestling match, but a biological man of average height and weight could and would most likely beat a biological woman of an average height and weight. The ACL's argument cherry picks athletes to prove their false premise. Secondly, there is demonstrable evidence that transgender athletes possess a clear physical advantage over their opponents due in large part to their higher bone density, increased muscle mass and tendon composition. Uh, Transgender females, Biological males routinely dominate physical competitions with females. Last year in Connecticut, for example, two transgender high schoolers finished first and second in the state's 55-meter dash, blowing away the nearest female competitors. Before transitioning to female, both racers have finished well outside the top 100 when competing as boys. Uh, Let's go into the next myth. This is great. Uh, Fact three. This is, the, this is what the facts are, and they're going to say this is a myth, okay? Including trans athletes will benefit, every, uh, including trans athletes will benefit everyone. Uh, <clears throat> the third tweet begins by stating myth. The participation of trans athletes hurts cis women. So trans women racing against biological women, that's... That hurts the the biological women because they're mm-hmm. they're obviously winning. So, excluding women who are trans w- hurts all women. It invites gender policing that could subject any woman to invasive tests or accusations of being too masculine or too good at their sports to be a real woman. What they're saying here is that if a woman is too good, like let's say Ronda Rousey or something, mm-hmm. right? She's so good that we 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 just can't be sure if she's a man or not. And so this will bring in the policy, the policing of, you know, probing uh, somebody to find out if they're a woman or not. Stop. Mm -hmm. All of these transgender women look like men that are dressed like women because they still have a dick, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, not only that, if 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 Ronda Rousey was good enough to beat a dude, put him in a ring with a dude and you would see her get her ass beat. And then, you know, why they don't fight with men and i'll get into that in a second here this is an example of a slippery slope argument with an unlikely and negative future outcome being used to justify mostly uh, relevant preemptive actions this is the logical equivalent to saying fruit should be banned because one day aliens might force feed us oranges and we could die from vitamin c overdose 
to use the safety of all women to justify imposing trans athletes upon their categories, both cynical and damaging. Can you turn your goddamn mic down when you do that? <laughs> By including biological males with clear physical advantages in situations where they compete physically with biological women, these women are being placed under real physical threat. Fact four. Trans people belong on the same team as other students. That's their fact. Here's the myth. Trans students need separate teams. Trans people, like all people, may experience detrimental effects to their physical and emotional well-being when they are pushed out of affirming spaces and communities. Efforts to exclude subsets of girls from sports can undermine a team unity. Unity. And youth derive from most benefits of, from athletes when they are exposed to caring environments where teammates are supported by each other and by their coaches. This makes two false arguments. The first is the assumption that there are no detrimental effects to the physical and emotional well-being of biological males or females when they are effectively a force to share intimate spaces and activities with those of the opposite, opposite sex. Similarity, similar, similarly, that's another one you can't say without sounding drunk. Similarly, it assumes that ignoring biological sex would not have any impact on team unity. The second uh, the second is that creating <clears throat> excuse me the second is that creating a category for trans students which proves them uh, which provides them with an opportunity to engage fairly in these activities would not provide a quote caring environment where teammates are supported by each other and by coaches why would coaches not care for their trans athletes and why would trans athletes not support each other or be supported by other teams the ACLU's twitter thread concluded with a demand say it with us trans people belong everywhere including on sports teams the aclu is playing a subtle yet powerful logical trick here much the same way the slogan black lives matter works they take an objective statement which most will support and use it as an ideological trojan horse to push a separate agenda the Objective is to force people into illogical but uncomfortable position of being accused of not supporting the premise if they disagree with the conclusion. Don't believe that police officers are systemically targeting and shooting black people? Then you don't believe black lives have any value. Don't believe that biological males should be allowed to share locker rooms, bathrooms, and sports teams with biological females? Then you don't believe that trans people belong among us. This is what they do. This is, uh, this is what they're fucking, this is how they're playing us. Ultimately, this is not an argument for the exclusion of transgender people who deserve a place in our society like everyone else. However, this is an argument in favor of remaining biologically objective and understanding that the rights of one person do not necessarily su supersede the rights of another and certainly not in the demonstrably unscientific manner promulgated by the ACLU. Wonderful work by the Daily Wire here. And this is exactly the game they play. They say Black Lives Matter, and you're like, well, what about all the black people that kill other black people? Are they saying black lives? Well, you must not care about black people. Uh, but I don't believe that, that cops are hunting black people in the streets. Just by sheer numbers, we know that white people get fucking killed more by them. So I don't believe that. You don't believe black lives have any value. This is how they fucking play you. If you don't believe uh, AOC's story, you're a white supremacist. If you, this is the game they play. Just keep ready. Just keep stand back, stand by, because 
it's time for y'all to play that game. I'm not going to play that game. Fuck that shit, man. I'm a libertarian. You guys fight it out. But I can see the hypocrisy. I do call it on the right when it happens. But right now, all I'm seeing is this crap from the left, these concerted efforts, these these efforts to uh, to start a war with the opposite side. They want the civil war. They want to fight it because everyone on the other side, they said it themselves. That fucking capital riot is racial. They turned it into a racial thing when there were fucking white people fighting white people. They called that racism. It's unbelievable. David? Oh, no, I'm just fucking listening to this damn dog bark when we shut the hell up. That's right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I was going to talk about uh, Marilyn Manson, but... Oh, yeah, that happened. I mean, we can go over it real quick, and I think anybody that uh, that has heard of Marilyn Manson knows that this guy's a creepy dude. I loved Marilyn Manson. He was one of my first like um, like artists that I liked growing up. You know, I was 15 years old. I had bought the new album, that one where he's like dressed like a mannequin, had the boobs and shit, the dope show. We're all stars now in the dope show. You know, I was a big fan of, of Marilyn Manson back in the day, and we all knew what he was like. He was a like just a monster. You know, and there were, uh, he wrote a memoir um, where he had mentioned something to the effect that Trenton Reznor and himself, um, like, basically raped a drunk girl, you know, and Trent Reznor was like, I did, I did not, that's absolutely untrue, and then stopped being his friend, and like, this, uh, they were like, you know, mentor mentee kind of thing, and then maybe a few years later, he, like, they got back together to do some sort of, uh, music video for a song called Starfucker, but that was the last of it. And Trent Reznor came out and, you know, basically said, you know, fuck Marilyn Manson. I've never liked that guy. He's a fucking dick. And yeah, whatever they're saying about him is probably true because he does that kind of shit. He's a fucking evil man. Like he is a manipulative person and Rachel Wood, Evan Wood, uh, Evan Rachel Woods. She beautiful soul, beautiful, great. Yeah. She's great. Beautiful singer. Um, she recalls these things about her being tied up and how um, she would get whipped or whatever So, in, in order to prove her love for Marilyn Manson. That's like the kind of guy who was like, you love me, you're going to get faced fuck or something. You know, like you're going to get tied up and hung up and she was young, they groomed her. Um, she sort of knew what she was getting into, but when you're, <clears throat> when you're a famous person and and women let you do that kind of stuff i i don't want to be victim blaming here but you get away you know the second that you start thinking he's manipulating you in any way like what does this guy have that you want so badly to stick that you stick around for was it his money i mean she's a a singer i don't know how famous she was but i think because of her <clears throat> time with manson uh, Brian Warner, his name, that she got all these gigs. Uh, she was uh, most famously for me. She was in that movie Across the Universe, where she played uh, Lucy, I think, Lucy in the Sky. Um, and yeah, some other women have come out and said Is she now she doesn't. Rachel Woods doesn't actually. She actually does, but at one point she was saying uh, she has an abuser or had an abuser and she's got away from it and she didn't name it. But then she finally came out and said, my abuser's name is Brian Warner. And do you have that link up? I'm not even looking at it over here. Yeah. there we are. Well, I, I just want to say it's, it's funny because everything you just said right now is almost like a reiteration of Trump grabbing him by the P word. 
right? Like they let you do anything if you have power, you know, you have, you know, this status. And Marilyn Manson is a good example of what Trump said by that. Like, Can look at what, this, what that went What he was saying? What uh, Manson was saying up there? Yeah, he mm-hmm. goes, obviously my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy. That's true. That's very true. But these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My in, my intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misinterpret the past. That is the truth. Now, you're sort of right. You know, I've always said, just if it happens to why why wait years? Why does it have to come out? Tara Reid, why is it coming out 20 years later? Uh, fucking Blasey Ford, why is it coming out so late? It, you know, it... Maybe I just don't know, and I, I'm being ignorant. But a, a woman has more power than ever in the in the, in 2020 and 2021, just ever, ever before. And why do they still feel that they? She said, like in fear of retaliation. Like what retaliation? Just like start wearing a body cam. Wear a fucking, you know, if you're that scared of this guy, why don't say something? Call the cops and ruin this guy i mean his life maybe should it be ruined i don't know i'm not one to say that but he's marilyn manson what did you think was going to happen you were going to have this fucking relationship with fucking uh justin beamer or something he's marilyn fucking manson there are stories that i don't even know how they went around that and i don't even know if they're true i used to i used to fight for him and say oh no this was always a myth that he took out two of his ribs so he can suck his own dick you remember that story don't know if that's true. I used to defend it saying like, oh yeah, well he cuts himself with glass bottles on stage. Like he cuts, you know, he wears a corset and just slashes himself. Again, he's Marilyn Manson. You know what you're getting into with this guy. Mm -hmm. And the second he starts dangling you from the ceiling and fucking your face and you're not into it, I would leave. I'd go away and fuck off forever. No matter how manipulative somebody is, I, I, I get how people can be manipulative, but that, just taking it for that long, it, 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 it's mind-boggling to me. All right. Last and not uh, definitely not least here. Uh, no, fuck it. I don't want to do this John Kerry thing. It's, it's, a, it's simple. No, you know, it's just a quick little video, but our videos are fucking up. But basically, it, sometimes the news, the reporters get it right. You know, they, 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 they ask the right questions, especially to people that deserve questions that need to be asked to them instead of like, we'll circle back to you. Fucking John Kerry famous, uh, famously ran against uh, Obama uh, as a Democrat Mm -hmm. did not get it. Um, But then was the secretary of state or something when uh, under Obama, but he's now the climate change czar. Now, one thing he's fighting for is climate change. I'm going to fight climate change and it's going to be great. We're going to fucking, uh, we're going to meet with, we, we joined the Paris climate accord again, which means, you know, China has fucking signed up with it, but it hasn't really stopped its emissions. But you know, this thing is definitely going to work and we should definitely be in it. Bullshit. Anyways, someone asked him a brave reporter, very brave reporter asked him, how did you get to this? Uh, he, he did some climate event, right? And he asked him, how did you get to this event? Uh, I see that you took your private jet here. Don't you think, uh, you know, you're fighting for climate change and, you know, you took a private jet. Uh, Does that not, uh, does that make you, you got any answers for that? 
Um, and do we have his answer? Uh, go uh, scroll down and see if we can just listen to his um, his reply here because it is something of beauty here. Uh, no, that's not it. National Security Council. It's like him standing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, keep scrolling. Maybe it'll run into it. It don't matter. <clears throat> so basically, he asked him, "Hey, uh, you, you, yeah, it looks like that. So you, you drove you, it's the, you came here on a private jet. That's sort of not cool, right? You, you, you're a climate guy. You shouldn't be flying private jets." And he goes like, "Did he go uh, scroll back up so I can read what he's saying?" He said this. Um, it's the only choice for some. No, no, no. He says it's the only choice for someone like me who is traveling to world, traveling the world to win this battle. It is the only choice for someone like me. It's the only choice for somebody like me. This is very reminiscent mm -hmm. of lockdown orders mm -hmm. brought forth by mayors and governors who blatantly break them. And go, well, I, you know what? I'm special. You know, Lori Lightfoot's like, I, I, you know, I care about my hygiene. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely care about it. And I needed to, I felt like I needed to get a haircut because my hairline was way further back than I thought it was. And I needed a little patch up there. Um, I wasn't looking much like Beetlejuice, my signature Beetlejuice, Lori, Foot, uh, Lori Lightfoot look. This is unbelievable bullshit. Even Bernie rides fucking commercial. Like you, he goes, it's the only choice. What I should, uh, should I uh, get on a fucking sailboat? Like what? There's commercial. You could fly with other people. If the planes are already going over there, you could hop on, you can get a seat on it, but you're taking a private jet. You're burning so much emissions up there more than anybody that I'll ever know in my life will produce that probably that one trip, probably that one trip. Ah. Yeah, that one. Let's say that one trip will produce more carbon emissions than you, David, mm, will yeah. ever produce in your life. That's Mark. a fact. It's the only choice for somebody like me. I'm John Kerry. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. We're going to get out of here. Hopefully, we won't have to go remote next week, but uh, if you guys like our content, don't forget to like, click, blop, dap, subscribe. And uh, for any questions, uh, you could uh, write them on a piece of paper and shove them up your ass. We'll talk to or you guys email next Brandon. week. Yeah, or, or you can email Brandon. That's, <laughs> that works too. Uh, paper, it's like, you know, get, get these little corners and they can catch your butthole. And apparently uh, your anus lips are the same type of skin that are your, your other lips right there. So they're lips. So imagine <laughs> trying to shove a piece of paper in your mouth while you're puckering it up. Tight. So we'll see you guys next week, uh, Friday. Again, that's our new time. Uh, I mean, our new date. Our new day we're going to be on Friday nights at 10. Hey, Friday which, nights at uh, 10. Which one of us has COVID? Uh, well, obviously it's not me because I talked about it. So it's either you or David. Um, and it's, I know it's, uh, I guess you're going to have to find out next week. We'll tell you guys next week. Uh, next I week. already know. Uh, so for Brandon, the hard, the Brandon, the, Hardhead Mitchell. He's down David. There. Exactly. Aguilar. I'm low saying that's right. <laughs>If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. 
on Twitter. That's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 830-875-0637. Thank you.